wonder if you can kind of bring us up to speed with Kay Scarpetta and the, the cast of characters in The Bone Bed. Well, in The Bone Bed, we find Scarpetta is the director of the Cambridge Forensic Center in Cambridge, Massachusetts, right on the, the edge of the MIT campus on the Charles River. And she's also the chief medical examiner. And what it begins with, she gets a very odd communication that lands in her, her office email inbox. She's actually at home cooking dinner on a quiet Sunday for her FBI husband. Um, when this strange thing lands, and it's, it looks like a video of a, of a jet boat going along a river in, a, in, a, in, a, in like an ancient part of the world, and she's wondering, what on earth is this? At first, she thinks it's been sent to her by mistake. And then it quickly dissolves into an image of something really gory and violent and awful. And now she knows she's got a problem on her hands. What this connects to is that thousands of miles northwest, where we see this the river, um, a woman paleontologist has vanished from a dinosaur dig, thus the name the bone bed, which is you know an aggregate of bones that are moved by glaciers and rivers and floods over millions and millions of years. And these paleontologists excavate these these bone beds so they can try to piece together a certain you know, species. In this case. Um, it's called a pachyrhinosaurus, and I actually went on a dino dig in the same, in the exact same area that I'm describing in the book, so I could, so I can was able to very graphically let the readers share that experience. So obviously, this is going to connect with something that happens in Scarpetta's own backyard, and sure enough, next thing you know, she's going out with the Coast Guard to recover a body from the Boston Harbor that's entangled with a huge turtle. Um, and it's a quite a complex thing that she has to do to make sure the turtle survives at the same time that the, the scene is not destroyed. So it's a rather, uh, I think, a rather harrowing scene where she goes into the water and does all this, and it's also just loads of fun. I think that my reader's going to have a good time with this book. A lot of people who are familiar with you may know about your forensic science background, but I wonder, you mentioned going out to this dinosaur dig. How much research do you do for each individual story? You know, I do I do research as it's needed, and and it's I'm also kind of always doing research. Like yesterday, I was over at the medical examiner's office in New York uh, because I happen to be here, and the and I'm really good friends with some of the people there. So some of it is just my rubbing shoulders with people I've known for years, and and we talk shop. You know, what's going on? What's the newest? What 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 are the budget problems? What's you know what what's going on in your world? And of course, I. If I really need to know something, like when I had Scarpetta going on this fireboat to deal with this 2,000-pound turtle that's been pulled on board, I mean, I need to know what a fireboat's really like. So, you know, I spent some time with the Marine Unit in Boston, and they gave me a tour of their spanky new fireboat. Um, I mean, it's, it's exactly like the one in my book, and it works the same way and operates the same way. And... and that, that makes it graphic, so I know what it sounds like, what it looks like, what it's going to do when it's out in the water. Um, that's, that's how I populate these books. Is I'll, or I'll go to, like, the Maryland Medical Examiner's Office, which has the most sophisticated facility I've ever seen, and that's what I used as the model for Scarpetta's facility, which includes the three-dimensional CT scanner for the bodies and all the high-tech things that she does in that place. So that's where I get my ideas. I you know, I, I go out into the field. When you talk about developing your stories and developing your characters, how much of Kay Scarpetta is Patricia Cornwell? Well, 
I think that where we're most alike is our sensibilities, our ethics, our, our work practices. We certainly work cases the same way. I mean, that would make sense. But, but she's not like my alter ego. I'm not a forensic pathologist. I don't have a law degree. I'm not a radiologist. And better that she goes in the water and gets a dead body out than that I try to do such a thing. So I learned enough to wear her shoes. Um, but I think the reason I don't get bored with her is because she's not me. I'm always having to learn something new about her. Her past is not my past. Um, I didn't go to medical school, so her memories of Johns Hopkins or even Georgetown Law are not something that I have because I didn't go to such places. So I'm always having to, in addition to moving her forward, I'm also having to deal with her history. As you write Scarpetta, does she ever, in your mind, say to herself, why me? She always gets kind of caught up in, in things that, I don't know, would make a lot of people sit back and go, what is going on? No, she doesn't. She, she's not going to think that thought. You have to remember a little bit of this is staged. You want a big adventure for each book. I mean, I don't know many medical examiners who have almost been killed or had to kill as many people as she has. <laughs> so, but that's part of, you know, it's the drama. But she's, uh, one thing she doesn't do is she doesn't feel sorry for herself. That's just not who she is. Um, she deals with a lot of difficulties and she's always trying to keep her house in order, not only her office, but her extended family. You know, she has her husband, Benton, who's the FBI profiler, and she has Lucy, who's the computer genius helicopter pilot, Marino, her investigator, who can be a real pill sometimes. So she's, she's got her collective little universe that she works with and she cooks for, and the books are not only just a great crime romp, but they're also a little bit of a forensic soap opera in terms of the relationships of this cast of characters who've been around for 20 years now, or 22 years, actually. I wonder what the future holds for Scarpetta. Do you have a a series of notes that kind of keeps you going, or does it something just inspire you, and and that's when you start a new book? I just start a new book, and I come up with with something. It's um, It's very weird, but like I'm starting number 21, and I kind of conjure her up. What is she doing right now? And, for example, in that... Believe it or not, I find her up in her bedroom with a case of stacks of cases on the floor that she's been she's gotten the flu. And you go, okay, well, how are we go? What are we going to do with this? Well, it's going to go somewhere, you know. So I I try to find where she is, and I let the characters sort of dictate what's going to go on. Now, obviously, I do have an idea of what type of crime I want to use. Um, you know, some of the evidence. I mean, I, I have some things in mind when I start, but the books are very organically written. I basically am solving the crime at the same time the characters are. So, for example, in the bone bed, about the time that we know for a fact who the bad person is, is, is often about the time when I figure it out. And I know that sounds weird to say, but I don't know in the beginning who did what and why. I wanted to talk a little bit about your style. Uh, as... Scarpetta was making that tr- transition from Virginia into what she would do uh, in the future. Specifically in Trace, you were writing in third person rather than in first person. Was that a conscious decision? It was a conscious decision. I decided, you know, after I finished The Last Precinct, which came out in 2000, I felt that I was very confined inside of Scarpetta's head. You know, it's hard to write a book from first person point of view because you can only go where that character goes. And I thought maybe it would be more interesting for my readers if I could show different points of view and show scenes where Scarpetta's not even present. 
And I was really stunned by how much my fans were upset by that. I really, really was. People got really angry. Um, they wanted to be back inside of her head. And it took me a while to get back to that point, but I did with Port Mortuary. And, um, you know, the bone bed is the third uh, Scarpetta that's back in her point of view. And, my, and, you know, my readers have made some really fascinating comments about that. <clears throat> They've said that when they're inside her head, it makes them feel smart. They feel their Scarpetta working the case. And I don't know, you would think that would have occurred to me a long time ago, but I didn't realize they felt that way till they told me. Um, I think it's also a safer world when she's around. I mean, I write about very graphic, scary stuff, and I think when she's not in the room, it becomes a little bit too violent and a little bit too unsafe for my readers. So I don't have any plans at all for going back to third-person point of view um, in the Scarpetta novels. I think I'll stick with stick inside her head. Actually, it's fun. I enjoy her company. Finally, do you have any plans to take Scarpetta to other media, say television or movies? Well, we, you know, I have a contract with, with Fox 2000, and we have a script in development for a Scarpetta movie. We're, in the, we're still in that sort of what they call development hell stage of trying to get the screenplay exactly right. Um, and then when they are confident that, they, that it's what they want it to be, uh, the next step, step is going to be to find a great filmmaker who really wants to explore the character of Scarpetta. Um, the world that she created has been overdone by everything, as you know. So that you have to have a very different focus. This really has to be about her because that's what makes this unusual is this character. Um, for, you can see forensic science and medicine on almost any channel on TV. So, But that certainly wasn't true when I started all this. But I'm, I'm confident that we have a really good team of people working on this. If, if anybody can get it done, we're gonna, this, this group of people is gonna get it done this time, and I think it'd be so much fun if it's a good film. Well, with that, my time is up, but I wanna thank you for your time this morning, and thank you for keeping Scarpetta around. Thank you.